It's happening again. Welcome to Work Cookie, a CBOT podcast. As we broadcast around the world, get bite-sized morsels and tidbits from our industrial organizational psychologists, other experts, and the latest research on the workplace to boost your organization's effectiveness. Sign up now at seabock.com. That's S-E-B-O-C.com to engage with our community, gain a sense of belonging, access our other media, and get rapid advice from our experts. Don't forget to check out our corporate career boost recruiter, and even student memberships at seabock.com. This is Dr. Jeremy Lokobaugh. I'm an industrial organizational psychology consultant. In addition to Seabock, you can also visit my website at turnboot.com. That's turnboot.com. Today's podcast is sponsored by Vestigia Organizational Strategies. Vestigia means footprints in Latin. They believe in co-creating solutions for success with organizations through their holistic, evidence-based approach. You can go on the website vestigia-os.com. That's vestigiaos.com. So today, found a article. Whole Foods CEO, John Mackey. How to devastate employee morale in a single blow. So I was looking at this article. It's published on CNBC.com today. Actually, yesterday, November 11, 2020. So I'm reading through, and there's a couple things that caught my uh, that caught my eye here. Uh, a couple good things, a couple things, and as you know, I've become skeptic until I vet and think, and then everything is okay. However, how can we make things better? So it starts off, when you're the boss, you have to know that your employees hang on to your every word despite what you may think. True. I agree with. So the CEO here of Whole Foods, which, you know, he started in 1978 with 45 grand raised from family and friends. Kudos to you, Mr. Mackey. Um which is now a $3.7 billion uh, deal in 2007. They were bought out by, by Amazon. So, quote from the CEO. I can give, I can walk into a store, okay? Quote here, I can give 10 compliments, but the one criticism devastates the morale, okay? He goes on, because I am the founder and CEO, I have a larger than life impact on the team members. They want daddy to really love the store and they don't want criticism. He continues, I know this. So what I do is I give them nothing but praise when I'm in the store. And if I see problems, I might tell the store team leader kind of one-on-one, but I try not to offer criticisms when I'm there because they're just too powerful. Continuing, in my experience, he says, criticism will only be received by people if there is a high degree of trust. If there's trust and people know that you care about them, then their self-esteem is less threatened. Because self-esteem is not usually very high with most people, you have to be very sensitive to criticisms. So, here, the CEO is talking about how you know employees are virtual strangers and he doesn't have a relationship when he walks into the store. 
And rather than give criticism, uh, to me, it's like, okay, he'll go behind their backs and, you know, quietly tell a store team leader one-on-one. Well, there's a lot going on here. So what happens when he kind of tells the store leader one-on-one that an employee made a mistake, is doing something wrong, isn't performing? Well, if the CEO is larger than life with the team members, that CEO is probably larger than life with that store team leader too. And what's that store team leader going to do? Is that store team leader better equipped than the CEO who knows that it takes trust? Is that store team leader going to be the best leader uh, in the organization and go to that employee with, hey, you know, got some really good feedback. Uh, It's not positive feedback, uh, but let's really work on this together. I don't think so. That store team leader might, just say might, some might even say is more than likely to bring the hammer down on that employee because guess what? The CEO came into that person's store, that store manager's store, and saw something wrong and made that store team leader look bad. That's not good. So once the CEO leaves and all the niceties are done and gone, I'm pretty sure that employee is going to feel even worse than before. Or let's say that we have a uh, not a good leader of the store maybe even a a, a wimp leader, right? Who doesn't even mention anything about it. So now that potential criticism, meaning a moment to build trust and a moment to help that employee develop goes completely wasted and unnoticed. So here we can see, you know, where good intentions don't equal good behavior and don't equal positive impact. Here's the other thing. So we have a CEO and yeah, I don't know much about the CEO. I don't know much about Mackie. And this is by far a criticism. This is a, uh, I'm sorry, by far a criticism of the gentleman. This is simply looking at if this were company XYZ, CEO, John Doe, uh, et cetera, right? So we're looking purely not at the person. We're looking purely here at the situation and behaviors, right? So here's the other thing. We have CEO of company XYZ who says, look, your employees, if they don't trust you, they're not going to accept criticism. They're going to take it too hard. Well, guess what? If you're the CEO and they think you're larger than life, who better, what better to do than take that opportunity to build that trust? Why not have a meaningful conversation with that employee who you might deliver the criticism to? Right. So if you're walking around giving, quote, I can give 10 compliments, but the one criticism devastates morale. So I don't see anything. I go behind their back and tell the store team leader. You just missed a chance to positively impact that person and give one on one attention. You know, how many of you would much rather have a really meaningful trust building conversation with the CEO of your company? who actually spent the time to help develop you, mentor you, and coach you. Now, a lot of you are thinking, okay, 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 I get it, I get it, I get it. CEO's popping here and popping into these stores. He doesn't have the time. Okay, well, guess what? Make the time. 
you know, I, I can't tell you how many times I've run programs and organizations where it takes literally, 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 I have the data to support it, literally five minutes, 10, maybe 15 max a week for a, for a leader, for a manager, for a team leader, uh, for a director, for a VP to make a positive impact. And I have example after example after example. So if a CEO is going to a store and is not willing to say, all right, look, probably gonna have 10 positive things to say and there's probably gonna be one criticism. If that CEO is not popping into the store willing to give 10 minutes or hell, even a half an hour to sit down with an employee and have a meaningful coaching conversation then, then what's the use of even going to that store? You know, is it really that much of an ego trip just to have everyone say, you know, in, in, in the quotes here, let's get back to this quote here. Uh, uh, just kind of a kind of a weird quote. Uh, quote: They want daddy to really love the store, and they don't want criticism. Eh, I don't know. It's kind of like performance reviews, right? You know, the idea is, you know, employees really look forward to performance reviews, kind of like the Super Bowl. Managers hate giving performance reviews because either they feel awkward or they're the friend of the person, so they now have to go into some formal fake role. Or they know that, hey, oh, we can't give a five out of five because then we have to give them too much of a pay increase and our mandate is to always say, ooh, uh, we have to always leave room for improvement. No, 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 no. Employees can take criticism, okay? All they want is an accurate review. They don't care. They're fine with the negatives. They just want accuracy. That's the thing. So the quote here, they don't. They want daddy to, to really love the store. They don't want criticism. Uh, I would say, you know, maybe they want you to really love the store, but they want accurate feedback. Accurate, accurate, accurate feedback. So uh, going on with this, this quote here by the CEO uh, of Whole Foods, in my experience, criticism will only be received if, uh, by people if there's a high degree of trust. Okay, build that trust. Build the trust. Become known as the CEO who doesn't just walk around and criticize. Great, you've got that accomplished. But maybe be known as the CEO who walks into a store and will give accurate accurate feedback. And for those of you, for you CEOs out there, for you leaders out there, directors, and again, anyone is a leader, right? You can be on the front lines and you're still, you know, if you have coworkers, you're, you can be a leader, right? So th this applies to absolutely everyone. Some of you may say, well, you know, I don't know how to deliver criticism. You're, well, change your, change your mindset. You know, you're not delivering criticism. You're engaging in a conversation. And no, I'm not talking about these, oh, well, sandwich the criticism between uh, something positive and then say the criticism and then say something positive. That doesn't work. You know, people see right through that. People say, oh, well, then you beat around the bush a little bit, right? No, you definitely don't do that. You open up conversation. You know, something is, and if you're not that good, you have to start somewhere. You've got you've to start with having these conversations and get and get better at it. What, you know, so what about maybe 
having uh you know saying you know noticing that someone's not doing something right okay so why not just start talking to all the employees and then have maybe five or six come over and you're just talking in a group about how their day is going and such get to know them a little bit ask them a single question you know for example maybe you spot someone you know really helping uh a, a customer out let's so let's go with the grocery store example here and you say hey i noticed that you you know proactively went up to that customer who looked lost in the store and you you know the expression on their face was one of you know i'm in a hurry i can't i don't, I don't know what i i can't find what i need and all of a sudden after you talk to them for just a couple seconds uh they looked happy they were able to find what they need and they went on their way you know it, it seems like you've got a special talent tell me about that maybe they'll say oh well you know i'm studying to become a nurse so helping people is inherent in my in my personality and, and what I like to do. Uh, so it just comes natural to me. So then you can start to, you know, quite frankly, how long did that take? You know, 20 seconds to, to say that and to get that response. So you do that with five or six and maybe you do this, I don't know, the first, as soon as you get into the store uh, and then you start to build that rapport right away right away so then maybe you see that same person putting i don't know all right criticism maybe they put something in the, in the wrong place right so maybe you can go up to them and say oh the, the nurse right you wanted to be a nurse yes i noticed you put all you stacked over the all these things over here um and our displays are usually at the end what made you want to stack them over there so again we're not saying why did you put those over there, right? Why makes people become defensive? You know, rule number one, never ask a question that starts with the word why, or people are gonna become defensive. Always use what and how, right? So maybe they, who, hey, right? Who knows? Maybe they noticed something that was wrong with the store, or they noticed some kind of customer behavior. So, Maybe they say, hey, well, I noticed that after people go over to the pudding that they immediately go over here. So I thought, why, you know, maybe they immediately go over to the, uh, the, the party cups. So I decided to put the party plates halfway between there. So, oh, now you're thinking instead of that criticism, oh my gosh, that just turned into a pretty good idea. And maybe you have, maybe, maybe you come across because you're walking through many stores, you're doing this. Maybe you come across uh, so many of what could have been criticisms to, oh, now they're good ideas. Now maybe you're making all of your stores better by implementing uh, different logistical measures, different placement measures. Because instead of just saying, oh, by the way, they did something wrong, so I'm gonna tell their boss and then I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna let their boss handle it. That's the best way to go. No, how about engage, right? Because guess what? Here we go, even more. Now that you're doing this, you start to model for your store leaders the, the good communication skills with uh, tying in what people are doing to what they wanna be when they grow up or their other aspirations. So now you start to model that behavior and the store leader learns, oh, wow, you know, I just don't have to tell the person they did something wrong. I might say something like, hey, I noticed X. What made you think of that? So there's ways to communicate and there's ways to build trust, but saying 
Oof, I don't want to threaten their self-esteem. Hey, guess what? You know, people people lower on the ladder in the workplace, they can still have high esteem, self-esteem. You know, the grunts can still be very happy with life, very happy with their position in life. You know, maybe they have high self-esteem because they finally got the job and they just got hired. Maybe their self-esteem is through the roof. Uh, so maybe having, you know, what if they just got hired two days ago and now the CEO of the company is, is talking to them? Wow. You know, that's a self-esteem booster. It doesn't threaten their self-esteem. So there's two, you know, there's two, there's three, there's multiple things here. So don't just, don't just think that, uh, you have to, that, because you don't know how to have these conversations yet and you don't know the correct wording that you should just shy away from having conversations and it's not delivering criticism okay if you're thinking in terms of i'm delivering criticism no don't think that way change change the way you're thinking about these things let it become who you are and change that part of who you are so instead of delivering criticism, it's an opportunity to help build this employee up, to give very special attention. Think of it, all right, for you, for you parents out there, for you parents out there, right? If, a if your child is doing something they shouldn't do, do you not criticize because you don't want to threaten their self-esteem? Do you say, uh, you know, I'm going to tell the other parent and they'll do it. Or I'm going to tell the teacher. I'll tell their school teacher and let, I'll let them deliver the, the, the news, the, the criticism. Or parent, CEO, both leadership positions, do you address it in an in a, in a effective way where you're leading a communication? A, a, a communication to a place better than where it would normally head or where it wouldn't head at all if you don't have the conversation at all. So leaders, leaders, leaders. I mean, that means, and by leaders, I mean every single person listening right now because leadership is everywhere. Everyone is a leader every day. Think about these things do things differently. I know this will sound really weird, but when in doubt, just do the opposite of what you plan on doing, right? It's like that, that George, uh, George, if you, yeah, Seinfeld fans out there, George Costanza, remember that episode, uh, opposite George, uh, maybe it was the summer of George, I think one where, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. I love to have conversations about Seinfeld, but he does everything the opposite. Every single thing he does is the opposite. And he ends up getting the girl, getting the car, getting the job. He does everything the opposite. And everything works out for him. Now, it's George Costanza, so it doesn't last, right? But when in doubt, do the opposite. So if you say, yeah, I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to tell the store manager. No, say something. Engage. Have an effective conversation. That's all you have to do. Thanks for listening to this episode of Work Cookie, a Seabock podcast. 
Don't forget to sign up at seabock.com. That's S-E-B-O-C.com to engage with our community, gain a sense of belonging, access our other media, and get rapid advice from experts. Would it be a bad idea to make your most challenging workplace problems go away? Don't forget to check out our corporate, career boost, recruiter, and even student memberships at seabock.com. 